we all know it's coming and it's not gonna be pretty. It's great to have storable food, but when that runs out, what are you gonna do? Your best defense against the coming apocalypse is to have seeds so you can grow your own food. So I've been looking for various different seeds for the last couple of years. And off the bat, almost all seed companies are the same, as long as they're non-GMO, heirloom, yada, yada. But it's the following years that really concern me. So I bought a whole bunch of seeds last year. And when you get seeds, there's, there's a lot of seeds in a pack, a whole lot. You're probably not gonna use them all if you have a small garden. So you wanna make sure they last again the following year. So the best company I found for these seeds is called Survival Essentials. And when you go on their webpage, it says your best defense against the coming apocalypse. So go to survival-essentials.com, save 10% with promo code DEFIANT and get ready because we're gonna need to eat. And I don't know about y'all, but I don't trust the food in the grocery store anymore. I don't trust it unless I can plant the seed with my own hands and watch it grow with my own eyes and know where it's coming from and feed it to my family. So survival-essentials.com, promo code DEFIANT, saves you 10%. It's time to resist. They can't arrest us all. And they can't keep all your kids home from school. They can't keep every government building closed. We don't have to accept the mandates, lockdowns, and harmful policies of the petty tyrants and feckless bureaucrats. We can simply say no, not again. The only way to stop these mandates is to refuse to comply, refuse to show vaccine passports, refuse to wear a mask, refuse to stay at home. We will not comply with Fauci. We will not comply with Joe Biden. And we will not comply with authoritarian governors. I am not going to comply. This ends now. in the army of my God. The Lord Jesus Christ is my commanding officer. The Holy Bible is my code of conduct. Faith, prayer, and the word are my weapons of warfare. I have been taught by the Holy Spirit, trained by experience, tried by adversity, and tested by fire. I am a volunteer in this army. I am enlisted for eternity. I will not get out, sell out, be talked out, or pushed out. I am a soldier. I am not a baby. I do not need to be pampered, petted, primed up, pumped up, picked up, or pepped up. Because I am a soldier. No one has to call me, remind me, write me, visit me, entice me, or lure me because I am a soldier. No one has to send me flowers, gifts, food, cards, candy, or give me handouts. I do not need to be cuddled, cradled, cared for, or catered to. I am committed. I am a soldier. I cannot be discouraged enough to turn me aside. 
I cannot lose enough to cause me to quit. I will win. I am more than a conqueror. I will always triumph. I can do all things through Christ which strengthen me. Devils cannot defeat me. People cannot disillusion me. Weather cannot weary me. Sickness cannot stop me. Battles cannot beat me. Money cannot buy me. Governments cannot silence me. And hell cannot handle me. I am a soldier. Even death cannot destroy me. For when my commander calls me from this battlefield, he will promote me to captain and then allow me to rule with him. I am a soldier in the army. I am marching. I am claiming victory. I will not give up. I will not turn around. I am a soldier. Burn and turn to rebels. You try to get my soul, but I'm 
Good morning, friends. How's everyone doing today? Happy Monday. It is Monday, isn't it? I'm pretty sure it is. Hmm. We got a lot of people in here this morning, more than we've had before, starting at the beginning of a show. I got a visit last night, as I expected, after that five-hour marathon show we did. And got some hard-won praise. Told them we did a good job yesterday, that we reached a lot of people with our story. That a lot of people's hearts and minds may have opened. That they may have started questioning things that they not previously even thought to question. So, and I was told that maybe we took one small step towards preventing our ultimate destruction. So, I can only take that as excellent. A good way to start a, well, to end a Sunday and start a Monday, so. So. Let's start today with a prayer. Dear God, thank you for showing me my path. Thank you for sending me your messenger and beating me over the head continually. Thank you for my animals, my chickens especially. We get to go to court on Thursday. I ask you now, and I will ask you again, to please soften the judge's heart towards us. As we love our birds, and they have made such a difference, such a unique impact on our journey. Our chickens show us God every single day, as we are the only ones on this planet anywhere with actual free will, with free choice. Chickens serve God. Thank you, God, for my friends and my family, for my children, for my amazing husband, for my parents who don't necessarily understand my journey but are incredibly supportive nonetheless. Thank you for everybody yesterday who came in and listened. And thank you for opening the door just to crack for them, for those who knocked. Thank you for life every single day. Thank you for life. It's going to be a beautiful day. So let's get started. Last Friday, we stayed a little late so that we could uh, finish Exodus. 
which means first thing this morning now we're starting on Leviticus. So the third book of Moses called Leviticus. And the Lord called unto Moses and spake unto him out of the tabernacle of the congregation, saying, Speak unto the children of Israel, and say unto them, If any man of you bring an offering unto the Lord, ye shall bring your offering of the cattle, even of the herd, and of the flock. If his offering be a burnt sacrifice of the herd, let him offer a male without blemish. He shall offer it of his own voluntary will at the door of the tabernacle of the congregation before the Lord. And he shall put his hand upon the head of the burnt offering, and it shall be accepted for him to make atonement for him. And he shall kill the bullock before the Lord, and the priests Aaron's sons shall bring the blood, and sprinkle the blood round upon the altar that is by the door of the tab tabernacle of the congregation. And he shall flay the burnt offering, and cut it into his pieces. And the sons of Aaron the priest shall put fire upon the altar, and lay the wood in order upon the fire. And the priests, Aaron's sons, shall lay the parts, the head, and the fat in order upon the wood that is on the fire which is upon the altar. But his inwards and his legs shall he wash in water, and the priest shall burn all on the altar to be a burnt sacrifice, an offering made by fire, of a sweet savor unto the Lord. And if his offering be of the flocks, namely of the sheep, or of the goats for a burnt sacrifice, he shall bring it a male without blemish, and he shall kill it on the side of the altar northward before the Lord. And the priests, Aaron's sons, shall sprinkle his blood round about upon the altar, and he shall cut it into his pieces with his head and his fat, and the priest shall lay them in order on the wood that is on the fire which is upon the altar. But he shall wash the inwards and the legs with water, and the priest shall bring it all and burn it upon the altar. It is a burnt sacrifice, an offering made by fire, of a sweet savor unto the Lord. And if the burnt sacrifice for his offering to the Lord be of fowls, then he shall bring his offering of turtle doves, or of young pigeons. And the priest shall bring it onto the altar, and wring off his head, and burn it on the altar. And the blood thereof shall be wrung out at the side of the altar. And he shall pluck away his crop with his feathers, and cast it beside the altar on the east part, by the place of the ashes." and he shall cleave it with the wings thereof, but shall not divide it asunder. And the priest shall burn it upon the altar, upon the wood that is upon the fire. It is a burnt sacrifice, an offering made by fire of a sweet savor unto the Lord. Chapter 2 And when any will offer a meat offering unto the Lord, his offering shall be of fine flour, and he shall pour oil upon it, and put frankincense thereon. And he shall bring it to Aaron's sons, the priests, and he shall take it thereout, his handful of the flour thereof, and of the oil thereof, with all the frankincense thereof. And the priest shall burn the memorial of it upon the altar, to be, made an, to be an offering made by fire, of a sweet savor unto the Lord. And the remnant of the meat offering shall be Aaron's and his sons. It is a thing most holy of the offerings of the Lord made by fire. And if thou bring an oblation of meat offering baked in the oven, it shall be unleavened cakes of fine flour mingled with oil, or unleavened wafers anointed with oil. And if thy oblation be a meat offering baked in a pan, it shall be of fine flour unleavened mingled with oil. Thou shalt part it in pieces and pour oil thereon. It is a meat offering. 
and if thy oblation be a meat offering baked in a frying pan, it shall be made of fine flour with oil. And thou shalt bring the meat offering that is made of these things unto the Lord. And when it is presented unto the priest, he shall bring it unto the altar. And the priest shall take from the meat offering a memorial thereof, and shall burn it upon the altar. It is an offering made by fire of a sweet savor unto the Lord. And that which is left of the meat offering shall be Aaron's and his sons. It is a thing most holy of the offerings of the Lord made by fire. No meat offering which he shall bring unto the Lord shall be made with leaven. For ye shall burn no leaven nor any honey in any offering of the Lord made by fire. As for the oblation of the first fruits, ye shall offer them unto the Lord, but they shall not be burnt on the altar for a sweet savor. And every oblation of thy meat offering shalt thou season with salt, neither shalt thou suffer the salt of the covenant of thy God to be lacking from thy meat offering. With all thine offerings thou shalt offer salt. And if thou offer a meat offering of thy first fruits unto the Lord, thou shalt offer for the meat offering of thy first fruits green ears of corn dried by the fire, even corn beaten out of full ears. And thou shalt put oil upon it and lay frankincense thereon. It is a meat offering. And the priest shall burn the memorial of it, part of the beaten corn thereof, and part of the oil thereof, with all the frankincense thereof. It is an offering made by fire unto the Lord. Chapter 3 And if his oblation be a sacrifice of peace offering, if he offer it of the herd, whether it be a male or female, he shall offer it without blemish before the Lord. And he shall lay his hand upon the head of his offering, and kill it at the door of the tabernacle of the congregation. And Aaron's sons the priest shall sprinkle the blood upon the altar round about. And he shall offer of the sacrifice of the peace offering an offering made by fire unto the Lord. The fat that covereth the innards, the inwards, and all the fat that is upon the inwards, and the two kidneys, and the fat that is on them, which is by the flanks, and the call above the liver with the kidneys, it shall he take away. And Aaron's son shall burn it upon the altar, upon the burnt sacrifice, which is upon the wood that is on the fire. It is an offering made by fire of a sweet savor unto the Lord. And if his offering for a sacrifice of peace offering unto the Lord be of the flock, male or female, he shall offer it without blemish. If he offer a lamb for his offering, then shall he offer it before the Lord. And he shall lay his hand upon the head of his offering, and kill it before the tabernacle of the congregation. And Aaron's son shall sprinkle the blood thereof round about upon the altar. And he shall offer of the sacrifice of the peace offering, an offering made by fire unto the Lord, the fat thereof and the whole rump. It shall he take off hard by the backbone, and the fat that covereth the inwards, and all the fat that is upon the inwards, and the two kidneys, and the fat that is upon them, which is by the flanks, and the call above the liver with the kidneys, it shall he take away. And the priest shall burn it upon the altar. It is the food of the offering made by fire unto the Lord. And if his offering be a goat, then he shall offer it before the Lord. And he shall lay his hand upon the head of it and kill it before the tabernacle of the congregation. And the sons of Aaron shall sprinkle the blood thereof upon the altar round about. And he shall offer thereof his offering, even an offering made by fire unto the Lord the fat that covereth the inwards and all the fat that is upon the inwards and the two kidneys and the fat that is upon them, which is by the flanks and the call above the liver with the kidneys, it shall he take away and the priest shall burn them upon the altar. It is the food of the offering made by fire for a sweet savor. 
All the fat is the Lord's. It shall be a perpetual statute for your generations throughout all your dwellings, that ye neither fat nor blood. Chapter 4. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Speak unto the children of Israel, saying, If a soul shall sin through ignorance against any of the commandments of the Lord concerning things which ought not to be done, and shall do against any of them, if the priest that is anointed to do sin according to the sin of the people, then let him bring for his sin, which he hath sinned, a young bullock without blemish unto the Lord for a sin offering. And he shall bring the bullock unto the door of the tabernacle of the congregation before the Lord. And he shall lay his hand upon the bullock's head and kill the bullock before the Lord. And the priest that is anointed shall take of the bullock's blood and bring it to the tabernacle of the congregation. And the priest shall dip his finger in the blood and sprinkle of the blood seven times before the Lord, before the veil of the sanctuary. And the priest shall put some of the blood upon the horns of the altar of sweet incense before the Lord, which is in the tabernacle of the congregation, and shall pour all of the blood of the bullock at the bottom of the altar of the burnt offering, which is at the door of the tabernacle of the congregation. And she, he shall take off from it all the fat of the bullock for the sin offering, the fat that covereth the inwards, and all the fat that is upon the inwards, and the two kidneys, and the fat that is upon them, which is by the flanks, and the call above the liver with the kidneys, it shall he take away, as it was taken off from the bulk of the sacrifice of peace offerings. And the priest shall burn them upon the altar of the burnt offering. And the skin of the bullock, and all his flesh with his head and with his legs, and his inwards and his dung, even the whole bullock shall he carry forth without the camp onto a clean place where the ashes are poured out. And burn him on the wood with fire where the ashes are poured out, shall he be burnt. And if the whole congregation of Israel sin through ignorance, and the thing be hid from the eyes of the assembly, and they have done somewhat against any of the commandments of the Lord concerning things which should not be done and are guilty, when the sin which they have sinned against it is known, then the congregation shall offer a young bullock for the sin, and bring him before the tabernacle of the congregation. And the elders of the congregation shall lay their hands upon the head of the bullock before the Lord, and the bullock shall be killed before the Lord. And the priest that is anointed shall bring of the bullock's blood to the tabernacle of the congregation. And the priest shall dip his finger in some of the blood and sprinkle it seven times before the Lord, even before the veil. And he shall put some of the blood upon the horns of the altar, which is before the Lord, that is, in the tabernacle of the congregation, and shall pour out all the blood at the bottom of the altar of the burnt offering, which is at the door of the tabernacle of the congregation. And he shall take all of his fat from him and burn it upon the altar. And he shall do with the bullocks as he did with the bullock for a sin offering. So shall he do with this. And the priest shall make an atonement for them, and it shall be forgiven them. And he shall carry forth the bullock without the camp and burn them as he burned the first bullock. It is a sin offering for the congregation. When a ruler hath sinned and done somewhat through ignorance against any of the commandments of the Lord his God concerning things which should not be done, and is guilty, or if his sin, wherein he hath sinned, come to his knowledge, he shall bring his offering, a kid of the goats, a male without blemish. And he shall lay his hand upon the head of the goat and kill it in the place where they kill the burnt offering before the Lord. It is a sin offering. And the priest shall take of the blood of the sin offering with his finger and put it upon the horns of the altar of the burnt offering, 
and shall pour out his blood at the bottom of the altar of burnt offering. And he shall burn all his fat upon the altar as the fat of the sacrifice of peace offerings. And the priest shall make atonement for him as concerning his sin, and it shall be forgiven him. And if any one of the common people sin through ignorance, while he doeth somewhat against any of the commandments of the Lord concerning things which ought not be done and be guilty, or if his sin, which he hath sinned, come to his knowledge, then he shall bring his offering, a kid of goats, a female without blemish, for his sin, which he hath sinned. And he shall lay his hand upon the head of the sin offering and slay the sin offering in the place of the burnt offering. And the priest shall take of the blood thereof with his finger and put it upon the horns of the altar of burnt offering and shall pour out all the blood thereof at the bottom of the altar. And he shall take away all the fat thereof as the fat is taken away off of the sacrifice of peace offerings. And the priest shall burn it upon the altar for a sweet savor unto the Lord. And the priest shall make atonement for him, and it shall be forgiven him. And if he bring a lamb for a sin offering, he shall bring it a female without blemish. And he shall lay his hand upon the head of the sin offering, and slay it for a sin offering in the place where they killed the burnt offering. And the priest shall take of the blood of the sin offering with his finger, and put it upon the horns of the altar of burnt offering, and shall pour out all the blood thereof at the bottom of the altar. And he shall take away all the fat thereof, as the fat of the lamb is taken away from the sacrifice of the peace offerings. And the priest shall burn them upon the altar according to the offerings made by fire unto the Lord. And the priest shall make an atonement for his sin that he hath committed, and it shall be forgiven him. Chapter 5 And if a soul sin, and hear the voice of swearing, and is a witness, whether he hath seen or known of it, if he do not utter it, then he shall bear his iniquity. Or if a soul touch any unclean thing, whether it be a carcass of an unclean beast, or a carcass of unclean cattle, or the carcass of unclean creeping things, if it be hidden from him, he shall also be unclean and guilty. Or if he touch the uncleanliness of man, Whatsoever uncleanliness it be, that a man shall be defiled withal, and it be hid from him, when he knoweth of it, then he shall be guilty. Or if a soul swear, pronouncing with his lips to do evil, or to do good, whatsoever it be that a man shall pronounce with an oath, and it be hid from him, when he knoweth of it, then he shall be guilty in one of these. And it shall be, when he shall be guilty in one of these things, that he shall confess that he hath sinned in that thing. And he shall bring his trespass offering unto the Lord for his sin, which he hath sinned. A female from the flock, a lamb or a kid of the goats for a sin offering. And the priest shall make an atonement for him concerning his sin. And if he not be able to bring a lamb, then he shall bring for his trespass, which he hath committed, two turtle doves, or two young pigeons unto the Lord, one for a sin offering, the other for a burnt offering. And he shall bring them unto the priest, who shall offer that which is for the sin offering first, and wring off his head from his neck, but he shall not divide it asunder. And he shall sprinkle of the blood of the sin offering upon the side of the altar, and the rest of the blood shall be wrung out at the bottom of the altar. It is a sin offering. 
and he shall offer the second for a burnt offering, according to the manner. And the priest shall make an atonement for him for his sin which he hath sinned, and it shall be forgiven him. But if he not be able to bring two turtle doves or two young pigeons, then he that sins shall bring for his offering the tenth part of an epath of fine flour for a sin offering. He shall put no oil upon it, neither shall he put any frankincense thereon, for it is a sin offering. Then shall he bring it to the priest, and the priest shall take his handful of it, even a memorial thereof, and burn it on the altar according to the offerings made by fire unto the Lord. It is a sin offering. And the priest shall make an atonement for him as touching his sin that he hath sinned in one of these. And it shall be forgiven him, and the remnant shall be the priests as a meat offering. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, If a soul commit a trespass and sin through ignorance in the holy things of the Lord, then he shall bring for his trespass unto the Lord a ram without blemish out of the flocks, with thy estimation by shekels of silver, after the shekel of the sanctuary, for a trespass offering. And he shall make amends for the harm that he hath done in the holy thing, and he shall add the fifth part thereto, and give it unto the priest. And the priest shall make an atonement for him with the ram of the trespass offering, and it shall be forgiven him. And if a soul sin and commit any of these things which are forbidden to be done by the commandments of the Lord. Though he wist it not, yet he is guilty, and shall bear his iniquity. And he shall bring a ram without blemish out of the flock with thy estimation for a trespass offering unto the priest. And the priest shall make an atonement for him concerning his ignorance, wherein he erred, and wist it not, and it shall be forgiven him. It is a trespass offering. He hath certainly trespassed against the Lord. All then. Hmm. I do say the way to a man's heart is through his stomach. I guess that applies to the Lord as well. Hmm. Is there a difference between a soul and a man? Seems like maybe there was. Is there still? Hmm. Things to ponder. Anyway. Oh, so, Liana's coming up next. Both on pill.net and here on Rumble, the Liana Wilbert Show. Liana, are you playing movies today? Are you going over the news? A little bit of both. You never know. One or the other. I'm going to go plant. Today's a planting day for me. I'm very excited. God, please give me the strength and energy to get everything done that I need to get done today. First, I got to walk the dogs. We did get new training collars for them, so hopefully they will not pull me off my feet again. That will be fantastic. Um, so, Mick and I will be back tonight with the Patriot Party Podcast. 5.45 for the pre-show, 6 p.m. for the start of the show. Going over in the news, there was a lot of stuff this weekend, so we'll get into all that. And then, of course, I'll be back tomorrow morning at 8.30 once again for the good book. So come check us out. 
Thank you all for watching. And, uh, ooh, Liana said music, news, and a documentary. Fantastic. Go check her out. Right after we're done here, she starts in about three minutes. So see you all on the flip side. Thanks for watching. And have a wonderful, beautiful, blessed day. Good morning. How's everyone doing this morning? Hmm. I got to say today was as close as I've ever come to not being here on time because I went out to the pool house to where I have the laptop. That's where I do the shipping to uh, drop the podcast um, on the audio platforms. And uh, Annie decided to jump the back fence jumped the fence into the pond and went running away. And Seamus started freaking out. When I came back in from the pool house, he told me she was gone out and about. And so I went out and initially I left him in, which he was not happy about. And all of the chickens were up on top of the enclosure. And uh, then, um, yeah, so I called her for a minute. I didn't see her. So I went back and got Seamus and then he went and found her. Thankfully, thank God. Thank you, God. Their friend Porter was outside. So Annie went running around to play with Porter and eventually I was able to catch her just in time to come back in the door literally three minutes before the show started. So, and then the camera didn't work. Had to unplug it, plug it back in. Yeah. But I made it. Thanks be to God. So let's get started with a prayer. Thank you, God for giving me the strength and energy to get everything done that I need to get done today. Thank you for my animals. Even though Houdini is crazy, she did get our walk over and done with before the show. So I can get other stuff done right after the show. Thank you for my friends and family. For Heather and Aunt Olivia. Please keep Aunt Olivia in your prayer, your keep her in our prayers. God, please watch over her as she battles this cancer. Watch over everyone that's listening to my voice, that's tuning in to hear your word every morning. We ask that you keep them close and safe. Thank you for my children and my husband. And thank you for life every single day. Thank you for life. And I ask that you please soften the heart of the judge that will be hearing our case on Thursday so that we may keep our chickens who've been such an integral part of our path towards God. If you have chickens, you'll understand. If you don't have chickens, you should get some. They're amazing little dinosaurs they are. Seriously, they sound like dinosaurs. Oh, and all the roosters are now learning how to crow. It's very funny. They sound um, very ridiculous, you know. They all have different timber voices, just like people do. You get to the point when you know your rooster, which one's which. So as I'm listening to them all practice, I went out this morning early and let them out. And uh, probably why Annie jumped the fence. And I was watching them 
distinguishing one crow from the other so I can see who it is making all that noise and address them. They're very funny, very cute. Oh, and we're all animals, everything on earth, everything everywhere except for us lives for God. Only we have the free will to make the choice to follow him or not. Actually, I want to share something real quick before we get into this. Gabriel came to me on Sunday as I kind of expected him to after that marathon show. And uh, he said, good job. It was hard for him to say. I don't think he ever, he's ever given me real praise before. So good job. You touched a lot of people. And then we got in, in, into a conversation about time. And I posed this question to you. If the cavemen who didn't have any concept of time, right? We have a concept of time. The angels have a concept of time. Their time is different from ours because they live millennia and we live decades. But the cavemen had no concept of time. If they did, would they have lived their lives differently? Would they be chasing the clock all the time? Like we did? Like we do? So I watched my chickens the other night on Sunday. You know, we finished up at like 7 o'clock. Normally I put the birds up at 5.15, 5.30 before the show starts. Before the sun goes down, obviously. But we didn't finish until 7. So I went out then to put the birds up. And, you know, they have plenty of food and water. But I uh, was expecting at least to have to herd the ducks in. Because ducks don't always like to go in. But every single one of them. Every bird was cuddled up sleeping, the ducks in their spot, the chickens in their roost. And all I had to do was say goodnight and close the door and lock it top and bottom because those predators are sneaky. So if we had no clocks, if we had no concept of time the way that we do now, how would we live our lives? Hmm. Something to think about. Anyway. We got through the first five chapters of Leviticus yesterday. So the third book of Moses called Leviticus. Chapter six. And the Lord spake unto Moses saying, if a soul sin." And commit a trespass against the Lord and lie unto his neighbor in that which was delivered him to keep or in fellowship or in a thing taken away by violence or hath deceived his neighbor or hath found that which was lost and lieth concerning it and sweareth falsely in any of all these that a man doeth sinning therein, then it shall be because he hath sinned and is guilty that he shall restore that which he took violently away, or the thing which he hath deceitfully gotten, or that which was delivered him to keep, or the lost thing which he found, or all that about which he hath sworn falsely. He shall even restore it in the principle, 
and shall add the fifth part more thereto, and give it unto him to whom it appertaineth in the day of his trespass offering. And he shall bring his trespass offering unto the Lord, a ram without blemish out of the flock, with thy estimation, for a trespass offering unto the priest. And the priest shall make an atonement for him before the Lord, and it shall be forgiven him for anything of all that he hath done in trespassing therein. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Command Aaron and his sons, saying, This is the law of the burnt offering. It is the burnt offering because of the burning upon the altar all night unto the morning. And the fire of the altar shall be burning in it. And the priest shall put on his linen garment, and his linen breeches shall he put upon his flesh, and take up the ashes which the fire hath consumed with the burnt offering on the altar. And he shall put them beside the altar. And he shall put off his garments and put on other garments and carry forth the ashes without the camp onto a clean place. And the fire upon the altar shall be burning in it. It shall not be put out. And the priest shall burn wood on it every morning and lay the burnt offering in order upon it. And he shall burn thereon the fat of the peace offerings. The fire shall ever be burning upon the altar. It shall never go out. And this is the law of the meat offering. The sons of Aaron shall offer it before the Lord, before the altar. And he shall take of it his handful of the flour of the meat offering and of the oil thereof and all the frankincense which is upon the meat offering and shall burn it upon the altar for a sweet savor. Even the memorial of it unto the Lord. And the remainder thereof shall Aaron and his sons eat. With unleavened bread shall it be eaten in the holy place. In the court of the tabernacle of the congregation they shall eat it. It shall not be baked with leaven. I have given it unto them for their portion of my offering made by fire. It is most holy, as is the sin offering and as the trespass offering. All the males among the children of Aaron shall eat of it. It shall be a statute forever in your generations concerning the offerings of the Lord made by fire. Every one that toucheth them shall be holy. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, This is the offering of Aaron and of his sons, which they shall offer unto the Lord in the day when he is anointed, the tenth part of an apath of fine flour for a meat offering perpetual, half of it in the morning and half thereof at night. In a pan it shall be made with oil, and when it is baked, thou shalt bring it in, and the baked pieces of the meat offering shalt thou offer for a sweet savor unto the Lord. And the priest of his sons that is anointed in his stead shall offer it. It is a statute forever unto the Lord. It shall be wholly burnt. For every meat offering for the priest shall be wholly burnt. It shall not be eaten. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Speak unto Aaron and to his sons, saying, This is the law of the sin offering. In the place where the burnt offering is killed, shall the sin offering be killed before the Lord. It is most holy. The priest that offereth for sin shall eat it. In the holy place shall it be eaten, in the court of the tabernacle of the congregation. Whatsoever shall touch the flesh thereof shall be holy. And when there is sprinkled of the blood thereof upon any garment, thou shalt wash that whereon it was sprinkled in the holy place. But the earthen vessel wherein it is sodden shall be broken. And if it be sodden in a brazen pot, it shall both be scoured and rinsed in water. All the males among the priests shall eat thereof. It is most holy. 
and no sin offering, whereof any of the blood is brought into the tabernacle of the congregation to reconcile with all in the holy place, shall be eaten. It shall be burnt in the fire. Chapter 7. Likewise, this is the law of the trespass offering. Offering It is most holy. In the place where they kill the burnt offering, shall they kill the trespass offering, and the blood thereof shall he sprinkle round about upon the altar. And he shall offer of it all the fat thereof, the rump and the fat that covereth the inwards, and the two kidneys and the fat that is on them, which is by the flanks, and the call that is above the liver with the kidneys. It shall he take away. And the priest shall burn them upon the altar for an offering made by fire unto the Lord. It is a trespass offering. Every male among the priests shall eat thereof. It shall be eaten in the holy place. It is most holy. As the sin offering is, so is the trespass offering. There is one law for them. The priest that maketh atonement therewith shall have it. And the priest that offereth any man's burnt offering, even the priest shall have to himself the skin of the burnt offering which he hath offered. And all the meat offering that is baked in the oven, and all that is dressed in the frying pan, and in the pan shall be the priest that offereth. And every meat offering mingled with oil and dry shall all the sons of Aaron have, as one much as another. And this is the law of the sacrifice of peace offerings, which he shall offer unto the Lord. If he offer it for a thanksgiving, then he shall offer with the sacrifice of thanksgiving unleavened cakes mingled with oil, and unleavened wafers anointed with oil, and cakes mingled with oil of fine flour fried. Besides the cakes, he shall offer for his offering leavened bread with the sacrifice of thanksgiving of his peace offerings. And of it he shall offer one out of the whole oblation for a heave offering unto the Lord. And it shall be the priests that sprinkleth the, the blood of the peace offerings. And the flesh of the sacrifice of his peace offerings for the thanksgiving shall be eaten the same day that it is offered. He shall not leave any of it until the morning. But if the sacrifice of his offering be a vow or a voluntary offering, it shall be eaten the same day that he offereth his sacrifice. And on the morrow also the remainder of it shall be eaten. But the remainder of the flesh of the sacrifice on the third day shall be burnt with fire. And if any of the flesh of the sacrifice of his peace offerings be eaten at all on the third day, it shall not be accepted, neither shall it be imputed unto him that offereth it. It shall be an abomination, and that the soul that eateth of it shall bear his iniquity. And the flesh that toucheth any unclean thing shall not be eaten, for it shall be burnt with fire. And as for the flesh, all that be clean shall eat thereof. But the soul that eateth of the flesh of the sacrifice of peace offerings that pertain unto the Lord, having his uncleanliness upon him, even that soul shall be cut off from his people. Moreover, the soul that touch any unclean thing as the uncleanness of man or any unclean beast or any abominable unclean thing and eat of the flesh of the sacrifice of peace offerings which pertain unto the Lord, even that soul shall be cut off from his people. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Speak unto the children of Israel, saying, Ye shall eat no manner of fat, of ox, or of sheep, or of goat. And the fat of the beast that dieth of itself, and the fat of that which is torn with beasts, may be used in any other use, but ye shall in no wise eat of it. 
For whosoever eateth of the fat of the beast, of which men offer an offering made by fire unto the Lord, even that soul that eateth it shall be cut off from his people. Moreover, ye shall eat no manner of blood, whether it be of fowl or of beast, in any of your dwellings. Whatsoever soul it be that eateth any manner of blood, even that soul shall be cut off from his people. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Speak unto the children of Israel, saying, He that offereth the sacrifice of his peace offerings unto the Lord shall bring his oblation unto the Lord of the sacrifice of his peace offerings. His own hands shall bring the offerings of the Lord made by fire, the fat with the breast. It shall he bring, that the breast may be waved for a wave offering before the Lord. And the priest shall burn the fat upon the altar, but the breast shall be Aaron's and his son's. And the right shoulder shall ye give unto the priest for an heave offering of the sacrifices of your peace offerings. He among the sons of Aaron that offereth the blood of the peace offerings and the fat shall have the right shoulder for his part. For the wave breast and the heave shoulder have I taken of the children of Israel from off the sacrifices of their peace offerings and have given them unto Aaron the priest and unto his sons by a statute forever from among the children of Israel. This is the portion of the anointing of Aaron and of the anointing of his sons out of the offerings of the Lord made by fire in the day when he presented them to minister unto the Lord in the priest's office, which the Lord commanded to be given them of the children of Israel in the day that he anointed them by a statute forever throughout their generations. This is the law of the burnt offering, of the meat offering, and of the sin offering, and of the trespass offering, and of the consecrations, and of the sacrifice of the peace offerings, which the Lord commanded Moses in Mount Sinai in the day that he commanded the children of Israel to offer their oblations unto the Lord in the wilderness of Sinai. Chapter, chapter 8. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Take Aaron and his sons with him, and the garments and the anointing oil, and a bullock for the sin offering, and two rams and a basket of unleavened bread, and gather thou all the congregation together unto the door of the tabernacle of the congregation. And Moses did as the Lord commanded him, and the assembly was gathered together unto the door of the tabernacle of the congregation. And Moses said unto the congregation, This is the thing which the Lord commanded to be done. And Moses brought Aaron and his sons and washed them with water. And he put upon him the coat and girded him with the girdle and clothed him with the robe and put the ephod upon him. And he girded him with the curious girdle of the ephod and bound it onto him therewith. And he put the breastplate upon him. Also he put in the breastplate the Urim and the Thummim. And he put the mitri upon his head. Also upon the mitri, even upon his forefront, did he put the golden plate, the holy crown, as the Lord commanded Moses. And Moses took the anointing oil and anointed the tabernacle and all that was therein and sanctified them. And he sprinkled thereof upon the altar seven times and anointed the altar and all his vessels, both the laver and his foot, to sanctify them. And he poured of the anointing oil upon Aaron's head and anointed him to sanctify him. And 
And Moses brought Aaron's sons and put coats upon them and girded them with girdles and put bonnets upon them as the Lord commanded Moses. And he brought the bullock for the sin offering and Aaron and his sons laid their hands upon the head of the bullock for the sin offering. And he slew it and Moses took the blood and put it upon the horns of the altar round about with his finger and purified the altar and poured the blood at the bottom of the altar and sanctified it to make reconciliation upon it. And he took all the fat that was upon the inwards and the call above the liver and the two kidneys and their fat, and Moses burned it upon the altar. But the bullock and his hide, his flesh and his dung, he burnt with fire without the camp, as the Lord commanded Moses. And he brought the ram for the burnt offering, and Aaron and his sons laid their hands upon the head of the ram, and he killed it. And Moses sprinkled the blood upon the altar round about, and he cut the ram into pieces. And Moses burnt the head and the pieces and the fat. And he washed the inwards and the legs in water. And Moses burnt the whole ram upon the altar. It was a burnt sacrifice for a sweet savor and an offering made by fire unto the Lord as the Lord commanded Moses. And he brought the other ram, the ram of consecration. And Aaron and his sons laid their hands upon the head of the ram and he slew it. And Moses took of the blood of it and put it upon the tip of Aaron's right ear and upon the thumb of his right hand and upon the great toe of his right foot. And he brought Aaron's sons and Moses put of the blood upon the tip of their right ear and upon the thumbs of their right hands and upon the great toes of their right feet. And Moses sprinkled the blood upon the altar round about. And he took the fat and the rump and all the fat that was upon the inwards and the call above the liver and the two kidneys and their fat and the right shoulder, and out of the basket of unleavened bread that was before the Lord, he took one unleavened cake, and a cake of oiled bread, and one wafer, and put them on the fat, and upon the right shoulder, and he put all upon Aaron's hands, and upon his son's hands, and waved them for a wave offering before the Lord. And Moses took them from off their hands, and burnt them upon the altar of the burnt offering. They were consecrations for a sweet savor. It is an offering made by fire unto the Lord. And Moses took the breast and waved it for a wave offering before the Lord. For of the ram of consecration, it was Moses' part, as the Lord commanded Moses. And Moses took of the anointing oil and of the blood which was upon the altar and sprinkled it upon Aaron and upon his garments and upon his sons and upon his sons' garments with him and sanctified Aaron and his garments and his sons and his sons' garments with him. And Moses said unto Aaron and his sons, Boil the flesh at the door of the tabernacle of the congregation, and there eat it with the bread that is in the basket of consecrations, as I commanded, saying, Aaron and his sons shall eat it, and that which remaineth of the flesh and of the bread ye shall burn with fire. And ye shall not go out of the door of the tabernacle of the congregation in seven days, until the days of your consecration be at an end. For seven days shall he consecrate you. As he hath done this day, so the Lord hath commanded to do, to make atonement on you, for you. Therefore shall ye abide at the door of the tabernacle of the congregation, day and night, seven days, and keep the charge of the Lord, that ye die not, for so I am commanded. So Aaron and his sons did all the things which the Lord commanded by the hand of Moses. All right. Mm. Liana's coming up next. Sorry, I got a stretch here. 
Go check Liana out, the Liana Wilbert Show on Rumble and Pill.net. Starts in about three minutes. Liana, if you're not already over there, you better get moving. And then Mick and I will be back tonight for the Patriot Party Podcast. Don't forget, early show tonight starts at 5.15 for the pre-show, 5.30 for the start of the actual show. Because we finish at 7.45 instead of 8.15, so... And uh, I have to go make antennas. Going to work on some orders. And I got to get my paperwork in order for court on Thursday. So wish me luck. I'm going to register the chickens as therapy animals. So, you know. I hope everyone has a beautiful, blessed day. And that the Lord keeps you. You stay strong in your faith. So, thanks everyone for tuning in. I'll be back tomorrow morning for more of the good book at 8.30 a.m. Eastern. See you on the flip side. October 24, 2023. Listen to what the Lord says. My judgment issues forth from the throne of God. It has been declared upon this earth. And who could hope to hold it back? My righteous decrees shall not be supplanted, but will be established upon the earth, upon those who dwell on the earth. No flesh may hide from the light of my gaze or from the hand of my judgment. For the day of judgment is upon you, O nations, O peoples, O tribes, O tongues, O men. My righteousness demands satisfaction can check out my channel for the full video, which I'll be posting later today. Good morning, friends. How's everyone doing today? A little opening from our, my friend, brother Matt, who has been on a parallel journey to ours and now they're starting to intersect. Isn't that interesting? So that showed up in my feed this morning when I uh, went to check out music because I haven't seen Edward to give me a frequency. So we're just going to, we're going to do the first thing that popped up as far as frequency music in my feed, which is actually the Schumann resonance, 7.83 hertz. There you go. Check that out. I'll listen to a little bit of that as I uh, as we read here this morning. So, hmm, I feel much better today than I did yesterday, by the way. Because yesterday after the show, I sat down and I got together all the paperwork, all of the stuff that we need to go to court tomorrow. And I feel much better having gotten all that in order, in line. My ducks in a row, as it were. Although my, my ducks are corralled. Definitely not in a row. Oh, but let's start with a prayer before we get started here. Dear God, thank you for giving me the strength and energy to get everything done today that I need to get done. For letting me get a good night's sleep. It's nice to get eight hours. It's rare. I normally stay up really late. Not so last night. I was super tired. Thank you for my animals, 
who keep me sane and focused all day and continually remind me that we all, all God's creatures work for you, God, should. Thank you for my children, my husband, my wonderful husband. Thank you for my friends and family and for everybody listening. We have more and more people tuning in every day. So, thank you for life. Every single day, God, thank you for life. You know, Matt's words are not wrong. Matt's prophecies, he is a prophet. I think a lot of people misunderstand the word prophet. Someone told me the other day, I'm a prophet now. I said, no, I'm not. I'm not a prophet. I'm just, I'm just relaying the messages as they're given to me. I'm just a messenger. Don't shoot the messenger. Don't make me Cassandra. Matt's the same. He's not a prophet. He's just relaying the messages as they're given to him. Takes some courage to do that. Takes a lack of fear. It takes trust in God. Ultimate trust in God. Because you know you're going to be ridiculed and harassed and lose friends and family. And it's not easy, but it's important. It's worth it. So, hmm. What do y'all think about me next week? What day is today? Wednesday. Wednesday. I've been feeling like I need to do more of this. The good book. And uh, I was contemplating doing it like Saturday or Saturday morning, but there's too much that goes on on the weekends. There's no way. So thinking about starting in at eight and going for an hour. That way, when I'm done running my mouth, you can still get a good 30 minutes of Bible reading and not just like 10 or 15. Maybe we can get through 10 chapters a day instead of five. What do y'all think? Starting it at eight, going from eight to nine. Starting next week. Let me know. I did also, because, you know, I've not been putting this out in the audio podcast um, because it kind of got us Podbean said we had put out too many podcasts in a month and they shut us down for the last week of September. So I have integrated the first five shows and put it out. I'm putting it out as producing right now, um, putting it out as one podcast and then I'll do the next one as well. So that'll show up. Um, that'll start showing up on your audio fees as well. I'm cutting out the, the end and you know, so you guys don't constantly hear the the intro and the outro with everyone in there. But so if you miss a show or something like that, then, you know, it'll be in the audio in more of a, a longer format. So that should go out tomorrow. All right. All right. I'll start at eight starting Monday because tomorrow we have court. So, and, uh, 
you know. All right, let's get into it. The third book of Moses called Leviticus, chapter 9. And it came to pass on the eighth day that Moses called Aaron and his sons and the elders of Israel. And he said unto Aaron, Take thee a young calf for a sin offering and a ram for a burnt offering without blemish and offer them before the Lord. And unto the children of Israel thou shalt speak, saying, Take ye a kid of the goats for a sin offering and a calf and a lamb, both of the first year, without blemish for a burnt offering. Also a bullock and a ram for peace offerings to sacrifice before the Lord and a meat offering mingled with oil for today the Lord will appear unto you. And they brought that which Moses commanded before the tabernacle of the congregation and all the congregation drew near and stood before the Lord. And Moses said, this is the thing which the Lord commanded that ye should do and the glory of the Lord shall appear unto you. And Moses said unto Aaron, Go unto the altar, and offer thy sin offering, and thy burnt offering, and make an atonement for thyself and for the people, and offer the offering of the people, and make an atonement for them, as the Lord commanded. Aaron therefore went unto the altar, and slew the calf of the sin offering, which was for himself. And the sons of Aaron brought the blood unto him, and he dipped his finger in the blood and put it upon the horns of the altar and poured out the blood at the bottom of the altar. But the fat and the kidneys and the call above the liver of the sin offering, he burnt upon the altar, as the Lord commanded Moses. And the flesh and the hide he burnt with fire without the camp. And he slew the burnt offering, and Aaron's son presented unto him the blood, which he sprinkled round about upon the altar. And they presented the burnt offering unto him with the pieces thereof, and the head and he burnt them upon the altar. And he did wash the inwards and the legs and burnt them upon the burnt offering on the altar. And he brought the people's offering and took the goat, which was the sin offering for the people, and slew it and offered it for sin as the first. And he brought the burnt offering and he offered it according to the manner. And he brought the meat offering and took a handful thereof and burnt it upon the altar beside the burnt sacrifice of the morning. He slew also the bullock and the ram for a sacrifice of peace offerings, which was for the people. And Aaron's sons presented him unto him the blood, which he sprinkled upon the altar round about, and the fat of the bullock and of the ram, the rump, and that which covereth the inwards, and the kidneys, and the qual above the liver. And they put the fat upon the breasts, and he burnt the fat upon the altar. And the breasts and the right shoulder Aaron waved for a wave offering before the Lord, as Moses commanded. And Aaron lifted up his hand toward the people and blessed them, and came down from offering of the sin offering and the burnt offering and peace offerings. And Moses and Aaron went into the tabernacle of the congregation and came out and blessed the people, and the glory of the Lord appeared unto all the people. And there came a fire out from before the Lord and consumed upon the altar the burnt offering and the fat, which when all the people saw, they shouted and fell on their faces. Chapter 10. And Nadab and Abihu, the sons of Aaron, took either of them his censer and put fire therein and put incense thereon 
and offered strange fire before the Lord, which he commanded them not. And there went out fire from the Lord and devoured them, and they died before the Lord. Then Moses said unto Aaron, This is it that the Lord spake, saying, I will be sanctified in them that come nigh me, and before all the people I will be glorified. And Aaron held his peace. And Moses called Mishael and Elzaphon, the sons of Uziel, the uncle of Aaron, and said unto them, Come near, carry your brethren from before the sanctuary out of the camp. So they went near and carried them in their coats out of the camp, as Moses had said. And Moses said unto Aaron, and unto Eleazar, and unto Ithamar, his sons, Uncover not your heads, neither render your clothes, lest you die, and lest wrath come upon all the people. But let your brethren, the whole house of Israel, beware the bewail the burning which the Lord hath kindled. And ye shall not go out from the door of the tabernacle of the congregation, lest ye die. For the anointing oil of the Lord is upon you. And they did according to the word of Moses. And the Lord spake unto Aaron, saying, Do not drink wine, nor strong drink, thou, nor thy sons with thee, when ye go into the tabernacle of the congregation, lest ye die. It shall be a statute forever throughout your generations, and that ye may put the difference between holy and unholy, and between unclean and clean, and that ye may teach the children of Israel all the statutes which the Lord hath spoken unto them by the hand of Moses. And Moses spake unto Aaron, and unto Eleazar, and unto Ithamar, his sons that were left, Take the meat offering that remaineth of the offerings of the Lord made by fire, and eat it without leaven beside the altar, for it is most holy. And ye shall eat it in the holy place, because it is thy due, and thy sons due, of the sacrifices of the Lord made by fire, for so I am commanded. And the wave breast and heave shoulder shall ye eat in a clean place, thou and thy sons and thy daughters with thee. For they be thy due, and thy sons do, which are given out of the sacrifices of peace offerings of the children of Israel. The heave shoulder and the wave breast shall they bring with the offerings made by fire of the fat, to wave it for a wave offering before the Lord. And it shall be thine, and thy sons with thee, by a statute forever, as the Lord hath commanded. And Moses diligently sought the goat of the sin offering, and behold, it was burnt. And he was angry with Elisnar and Ithamar, the sons of Aaron, which were left alive, saying, Wherefore have ye not eaten the sin offering in the holy place, seeing it is most holy? And God hath given it to you to bear the inequity of the congregation, to make atonement for them before the Lord. Behold, the blood of it was not brought in within the holy place. Ye should indeed have eaten it in the holy place, as I commanded. And Aaron said unto Moses, Behold, this day they have offered their sin offering and their burnt offering before the Lord, and such things have befallen me. And if I had eaten the sin offering today, should it have been accepted in the sight of the Lord? And when Moses heard that, he was content. Chapter 11. And the Lord spake unto Moses and to Aaron, saying unto them, Speak unto the children of Israel, saying, These are the beasts which ye shall eat among all the beasts that are on the earth, 
whatsoever parteth the hoof and is cloven-footed and cheweth the cud among the beasts that ye shall eat. Nevertheless, these shall ye not eat of them that chew the cud or of them that divide the hoof. As the camel, because he cheweth the cud but divideth not the hoof, he is unclean unto you. And the coney, because he cheweth the cud but divideth not the hoof, he is unclean unto you. And the hare, because he cheweth the cud but divideth not the hoof, he is unclean unto you. And the swine, for though he divide the hoof and be cloven-footed, yet he cheweth not the cud, he is unclean unto you. Of their flesh shall ye not eat, and their carcass shall ye not touch, they are unclean unto you. These shall ye eat of all those that are in the waters. Whatsoever hath fins and scales in the waters, in the seas, and in the rivers, them ye shall eat. And all that have not fins and scales in the seas and in the rivers of all that move in the waters and of every living thing which is in the waters, they shall be an abomination unto you. They shall be even an abomination unto you. Ye shall not eat of their flesh, but ye shall have their carcasses an abomination. Whatsoever hath no fins nor scales in the waters, that shall be an abomination unto you. And these are they which ye shall have an abomination among the fowls. They shall not be eaten. They are an abomination. The eagle and the ossifrage and the osprey and the vulture and the kite after his kind, every raven after his kind, and the owl and the night hawk and the cuckoo and the hawk after his kind, and the little owl and the cormorant and the great owl and the swan and the pelican and the gyre eagle and the stork the heron after her kind, and the lapwing and the bat. All fowls that creep, going upon all four, shall be an abomination unto you. Yet these may ye eat of every flying creeping thing that goeth upon all four, which have legs above their feet, to leap with all upon the earth. Even these of them ye may eat, the locust after his kind, and the bald locust after his kind, and the beetle after his kind, and the grasshopper after his kind. But all other flying, creeping things, which have four feet, shall be an abomination unto you. And for these ye shall be unclean. Whosoever toucheth the carcass of them shall be unclean until the even. And whosoever beareth aught of the carcasses of them shall watch his clothes and be unclean until the even. The carcasses of every beast which divideth the hoof and is not cloven-footed, nor cheweth the cud, are unclean unto you. Every one that toucheth them shall be unclean. And whatsoever goeth upon his paws, all manner of beasts that go on all four, those are unclean unto you. Whoso toucheth their carcass shall be unclean until the even. And he that beareth the carcass of them shall wash his clothes and be unclean until the even. They are unclean unto you. These also shall be unclean unto you among the creeping things that creep upon the earth, the weasel and the mouse and the tortoise after his kind, and the ferret, and the chameleon, and the lizard, and the snail, and the mole. They are unclean to you among all that creep. Whosoever doth touch them, when they be dead, shall be unclean until the even. And upon whatsoever any of them, when they are dead, doth fall, it shall be unclean, whether it be any vessel of wood, or raiment, or skin, or sack. Whatsoever vessel it be, wherein any work is done, it must be put into water, and it shall be unclean until the even, so it shall be cleansed. And every earthen vessel, whereto 
whereinto any of them falleth, whatsoever is in it shall be unclean, and ye shall break it. Of all meat which may be eaten, that on which such water cometh shall be unclean. And all drink that may be drunk in every such vessel shall be unclean. And everything whereupon any part of their carcass falleth shall be unclean, whether it be oven or ranges for pots, they shall be broken down, for they are unclean, and shall be unclean unto you. Nevertheless, a fountain or pit wherein there is plenty of water shall be clean, but that which toucheth their carcass shall be unclean. And if any part of their carcass fall upon any sowing seed which is to be sown, it shall be clean. But if any water be put upon the seed, and any part of their carcass fall thereon, it shall be unclean unto you. And if any beast of which he may eat die, that he toucheth the carcass thereof, shall be unclean until the even. And he that eateth of the carcass of it shall wash his clothes and be unclean until the even. He also that beareth the carcass of it shall wash his clothes and be unclean until the even. And every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth shall be an abomination. It shall not be eaten. Whatsoever goeth upon the belly and whatsoever goeth upon all four or whatsoever hath more feet among all creeping things that creep upon the earth, them ye shall not eat, for they are an abomination. Ye shall not make yourselves abominable with any creeping thing that creepeth, neither shall ye make yourselves unclean with them, that ye should be defiled thereby. For I am the Lord your God, ye shall therefore sanctify yourselves, and ye shall be holy, for I am holy. Neither shall ye defile yourselves with any manner of creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. For I am the Lord that bringeth you up out of the land of Egypt to be your God. Ye shall therefore be holy, for I am holy. This is the law of the beast and of the fowl, and of every living creature that moveth in the waters, and of every creature that creepeth upon the earth. To make a difference between the unclean and the clean, and between the beast that may be eaten and the beast that may not be eaten. And that is it for the day. I'm going to go beat my dogs, I think. Because they just can't seem to shut up this morning. Shut up! So, Liana's coming up next. That's very interesting, the unclean and clean. It brought to mind things that carry parasites and don't. Hmm. Makes you wonder, was the Lord trying to keep his people free of parasites that cause disease and illness? by keeping them from eating things that would be infested with parasites, that would in turn infest them with parasites, with unclean parasites. Interesting. Some thoughts. So, Liana's coming up next, about five minutes, so after our song is over. And uh, Mick and I will be back tonight, regular time. 5.45 for the pre-show, 6 p.m. for the start of the show on the Patriot Party podcast. And Edward says, no, no way they will let you do a show from 8 to 9. Why not? Who are the dogs you mean? Sure they are. They'll get over it. We'll have to get them used to their morning walk 
after the show, which is what we're doing this morning. But you're right. They might just bark the whole way through from eight to nine. We'll see how it goes. We're going to try it though. Starting Monday. So. Oh, I hope y'all have a wonderful, blessed day. And uh, I will see you on the flip side. Thanks for watching y'all. Good morning. Turn this down a little bit. How's everyone doing today? Oh, it's a beautiful day outside. Warmer than it has been. We have court today. See, I'm all dressed up. So I get to go to court and plead my case to keep my chickens. Or rather, mixed chickens. His emotional support chickens. Actually, technically, his emotional support roosters. Because they really are. If y'all are not, if you don't have chickens or you don't know anyone that has chickens, please, please, I beg you, get some chickens or go to the local farmer's market. There's usually one on a Saturday or a Sunday and find the couple ladies that are there with their kids that are selling farm fresh eggs and ask them if you can come see their chickens, come hang out with their chickens, go spend an hour over there. I dare you. It'll change your life really well. Chickens are amazing. I've had dogs, horses, cats, all traditional quote unquote therapy animals. Although normally I ended up being the therapy for my animals, but that's okay. Um, I often trained therapy animals for other people, including horses. I have to say, the chickens of all of them are the best therapy animals. The best. You know why? All the other animals, even cats. Horses, dogs, require a lot of effort, upkeep, and attention. And they give as much or more in return. But if you were, if you're just, sometimes people don't have the time, especially with horses. Kristen, you know what I'm talking about. But even dogs and cats, you know, I feel so bad for those dogs and cats that are left home by themselves all day. Not the cats so much, but the dogs that are left home by themselves all day while their parents are at work, right? Um, you often come home to destruction in your house. You know, it's best when you have your dogs with you. That's how they're the best therapy animals. Chickens. Chickens, you can come anytime, hang out for an hour get all the benefits of their crazy antics and they are crazy. They're hysterically funny. They can be sweet. They can be mean. They can be always funny. And it reminds you, at least it reminds me every day that all of these creatures work for God. 
they don't work for us. Do I get the eggs from the chickens? Yeah, absolutely. They're delicious. Do I spend a lot of money upkeeping my chickens? Yeah, a bit. But they eat bugs and grass and all the stuff outside. I don't need to spend money on food. I could open my gardens and they could eat the heck out of those. But I would rather us eat the heck out of the gardens. Chickens are easy. And they're fun. And they make excellent support animals. And uh, they really will change your life. So we go to court today at 10 a.m., basically right after this, to keep our chickens. So uh, today we are listening to 111 Hertz, the divine frequency, cell regeneration, deep meditation, and stress management. I figured that was appropriate. Sorry, Edward, I didn't see you in here earlier, so I made an executive decision. Anyway. Let's start with a prayer. Dear God, please soften the judge's heart towards us today. We are so grateful for everything you do for us, for showing us our path, for continually sending your messenger to us. I humbly ask this one more thing of you. Please soften the judge's heart towards us today so that we may keep our chickens. They are a part of our family. And I don't really want to have to deal with the shit storm that will occur if they try and take the chickens away. Please don't let that happen, God. We're not there yet. We're really close. We're not there yet. Let's not start a revolution over chickens. I mean, although it would be kind of funny. <laughs> Dear God, thank you for my animals. For my dogs who are so patiently waiting for their walk, which they might not get until after court. For my chickens, who are all on top of the enclosure right now, greeting the morning at the top of their lungs. Even for my cat who has no fear whatsoever and smacks Seamus in the face every single day when she gets up at the dining room table and he decides to say hi. <laughs> she was a stray. She joined our family a couple of years ago and moved with us. She's not a stray anymore. Thank you for my children and my amazing husband and mostly God. Thank you for everybody who's listening. Thank you for all of our friends for all the people that we've met in this journey, the people that you've intersected our paths with theirs. And thank you for life. Every single day, thank you for life, God. We do love our lives. And we'd like to keep them. So, Griff, I'm glad to see here Anna is doing well. It is a struggle, of course, but every day will get easier. So there are priorities. Bunny wife should most definitely be your priority over the evening show, but I'm glad to see you here in the morning. We missed you. So let's get started. The third book of Moses called Leviticus chapter 12. And the Lord spake unto Moses saying, speak unto the children of Israel saying, if a woman have conceived seed and born a man child, 
then she shall be unclean seven days, according to the days of separation for her infirmity, shall she be unclean. And in the eighth day, the flesh of his foreskin shall be circumcised, and she shall then continue in the blood of her purifying three and thirty days. She shall touch no hollowed thing, nor come into the sanctuary until the days of her purifying be fulfilled. But if she bear a maid child, then she shall be unclean two weeks as in her separation, and she shall continue in the blood of her purifying three score and six days. And when the days of her purifying are fulfilled for a son or for a daughter, she shall bring a lamb of the first year for a burnt offering and a young pigeon or a turtle dove for a sin offering onto the door of the tabernacle of the congregation, onto the priest who shall offer it before the Lord and make an atonement for her and she shall be cleansed from the issue of her blood. This is the law for her that hath borne a male or a female. And if she be not able to bring a lamb, then she shall bring two turtles or two young pigeons, the one for the burnt offering, the other for a sin offering, and the priest shall make atonement for her, and she shall be clean. Chapter 13. And the Lord spake unto Moses and Aaron, saying, When a man shall have in the skin of his flesh a rising, a scab, or a bright spot, and it be in the skin of his flesh like a plague of leprosy, then he shall be brought unto Aaron the priest, or unto one of his sons the priests. And the priest shall look on the plague in the skin of the flesh. And when the hair in the plague is turned white, and the plague in sight be deeper than the skin of his flesh, it is a plague of leprosy. And the priest shall look on him and pronounce him unclean. If the bright spot be white in the skin of his flesh, and in sight be not deeper than the skin, and the hair thereof be not turned white, then the priest shall shut him up that he hath the plague seven days and the priest shall look on him the seventh day and behold, if the plague in his sight be it a stay and the plague spread not in the skin, then the priest shall shut him up seven days more and the priest shall look on him again the seventh day and behold, if the plague be somewhat dark and the plague spread not in the skin, the priest shall pronounce him clean. It is but a scab. And he shall wash his clothes and be clean. But if the scab spread much abroad in the skin, after that he hath been seen of the priest for his cleansing, he shall be seen of the priest again. And if the priest see that, behold, the scab spreadeth in the skin, then the priest shall pronounce him unclean. It is a leprosy. When the plague of leprosy is in a man, then he shall be brought onto the priest, and the priest shall see him, and behold, if the rising be white in the skin, and it have turned the hair white, and there be quick raw flesh in the rising, it is an old leprosy of, in the skin of his flesh, and the priest shall pronounce him unclean, and shall not shut him up, for he is unclean. And if a leprosy break out abroad in the skin, and the leprosy cover all the skin of him that hath the plague from his head even to his foot, wheresoever the priest looketh, then the priest shall consider, and behold, if the leprosy have covered all of his flesh, he shall pronounce him clean that hath the plague. It is all turned white. He is clean. But when a raw flesh appeareth in him, he shall be unclean. And the priest shall see the raw flesh and pronounce him to be unclean. For the raw flesh is unclean. It is a leprosy. Or if the raw flesh turn again and be changed onto white, he shall come onto the priest. And the priest shall see him. And behold, if the plague be turned into white, 
then the priest shall pronounce him clean that hath the plague. He is clean. The flesh also, in which, even in the skin thereof, was a boil, and is healed. And in the place of the boil, there be a white rising, or a bright spot, white and somewhat reddish, and it be shown to the priest. And if, when the priest seeth it, behold, it be in sight lower than the skin, and the hair thereof be turned white, the priest shall pronounce him unclean. It is a plague of leprosy, broken out of the boil. But if the priest look on it, and behold, there be no white hairs therein, and if it not be lower than the skin, and be somewhat dark, then the priest shall shut him up seven days. And if it spread much abroad in the skin, then the priest shall pronounce him unclean. It is a plague. But if the bright spot stay in his place and spread not, it is a burning boil, and the priest shall pronounce him clean. Or if there be any flesh in the skin whereof there is a hot burning, and the quick flesh that burneth have a white bright spot, somewhat reddish or white, then the priest shall look upon it, and behold, if the hair in the bright spot be turned white, and it be in sight deeper than the skin, it is a leprosy broken out of the burning. Wherefore the priest shall pronounce him unclean. It is the plague of leprosy. But if the priest look on it, and behold, there be no white hair in the bright spot, and it be no lower than the other skin, but be somewhat dark, then the priest shall shut him up seven days. And the priest shall look upon him in the seventh day, and if it be spread much abroad in the skin, then the priest shall pronounce him unclean. It is the plague of leprosy. And if the bright spot stay in his place and spread not in the skin, but it be somewhat dark, it is a rising of the burning, and the priest shall pronounce him clean, for it is an inflammation of the burning. If a man or woman have a plague upon the head or the beard, then the priest shall see the plague, and behold, if it be in sight deeper than the skin, and there be in it a yellow thin hair, then the priest shall pronounce him unclean. It is a dry skull, even a leprosy upon the head or beard. And if the priest look on the plague of the skull, and behold, it be not in sight deeper than the skin, and that there is no black hair in it, then the priest shall shut him up that hath the plague of the skull seven days. And in the seventh day, the priest shall look on the plague and behold, if the skull spread not, and there be in it no yellow hair, and the skull be not in sight deeper than the skin, he shall be shaven, but the skull he should not shave. And the priest shall shut him up that hath the skull seven days more. And in the seventh day, the priest shall look on the skull and behold, if the skull be not spread in the skin, nor be in sight deeper than the skin, then the priest shall pronounce him clean, and he shall wash his clothes and be clean. But if the skull spread much in the skin after his cleansing, then the priest shall look on him, and behold, if the skull be spread in the skin, the priest shall not seek for yellow hair, he is unclean. But if the skull be in his sight at a stay, and that there is a black hair growth upon therein, the skull is healed, he is clean, and the priest shall pronounce him clean. If a man also or a woman have in the skin of their flesh bright spots, even white bright spots, then the priest shall look and behold, if the bright spots in the skin of their flesh be darkish white, it is a freckled spot that groweth in the skin, he is clean. And if the man whose hair is fallen off his head, he is bald, yet he is clean. And he that hath his hair fallen off from the part of his head toward his face, his forehead, he is forehead bald, yet he is clean. And if there be in the bald head or bald forehead a white reddish sore, it is a leprosy sprung up in his bald head or his bald forehead, then the priest shall look upon it, and behold, if the rising of the sore be white reddish in his bald beard or in his bald forehead, as the leprosy appeareth in the skin of the flesh, he is a leprous man, he is unclean. The priest shall pronounce him 
utterly unclean. His plague is in his head. And the leper in whom the plague is, his clothes shall be rent and his head bare, and he shall put a covering upon his upper lip and shall cry, unclean, unclean. All the days wherein the plague shall be in him, he shall be defiled. He is unclean. He shall dwell alone. Without the camp shall his habitation be. The garment also that the plague of leprosy is in, whether it be a woolen garment or a linen garment, whether it be in the warp or woof of linen or of woolen, whether in a skin or in anything made of skin. And if the plague be greenish or reddish in the garment or in the skin, either in the warp or in the woof or in the anything of skin, it is a plague of leprosy and shall be shown unto the priest. And the priest shall look upon the plague and shut up it that hath the plague seven days. And he shall look on the plague on the seventh day. If the plague be spread in the garment, either in the warp or in the woof or in a skin or in any work that is made of skin, the plague is a fretting leprosy. It is unclean. He shall therefore burn that garment, whether warp or woof, in woolen or in linen or anything of skin, wherein the plague there is. For it is a fretting leprosy. It shall be burnt in the fire. And if the priest shall look, and behold, the plague be not spread in the garment, either in the warp or in the woof or in anything of the skin. Then the priest shall command that they wash the thing wherein the plague is, and he shall shut it up seven days more. And the priest shall look on the plague after that it is washed. And behold, if the plague have not changed its color, if the plague be not spread, it is unclean. Thou shalt burn it in the fire. It is fret inward, whether it be bare within or without. And if the priest look and behold, the plague be somewhat dark after the washing of it, then he shall rend it out of the garment or out of the skin or out of the warp or out of the woof. And if it still appears in the garment, either in the warp or in the woof or in anything of skin, it is a spreading plague. Thou shalt burn that wherein the plague is with fire. And the garment, either warp or woof or whatsoever thing of skin it be, which thou shalt wash, if the plague be departed from them, then it shall be washed the second time and shall be clean. This is the law of the plague of leprosy in a garment of woolen or linen, either in the warp or woof or anything of skins, to pronounce it clean or to pronounce it unclean. Chapter 14. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, This shall be the law of the leper in the day of his cleansing. He shall be brought unto the priest, and the priest shall go forth out of the camp, and the priest shall look, and behold, if the plague of leprosy be healed in the leper, then shall the priest command to take for him that is to be cleansed two birds alive and clean, and cedar wood and scarlet and hyssop. And the priest shall command that one of the birds be killed in an earthen vessel over running water. As for the living bird, he shall take it, and the cedar wood, and the scarlet, and the hyssop, and he shall dip them, and the living bird, and the blood of the bird that was killed over the running water. And he shall sprinkle upon him that is to be cleansed from the leprosy seven times, and shall pronounce him clean, and shall let the living bird loose into the open field. And he that is to be cleansed shall wash his clothes and shave off all his hair, and wash himself in water, that he may be clean. And after that he shall come into the camp, and shall tarry abroad out of his tent seven days. But it shall be on the seventh day that he shall shave all of his hair off his head and his beard and his eyebrows. Even all his hair shall he shave off. And he shall wash his clothes also. He shall wash his flesh in water, and he shall be clean. And on the eighth day he shall take two he lambs without blemish, and one ewe lamb of the first year without blemish, 
and three-tenths deals of fine flour for a meat offering mingled with oil and one log of oil. And the priest that maketh him clean shall present the man that is to be made clean and those things before the Lord at the door of the tabernacle of the congregation. And the priest shall take one he lamb and offer him for a trespass offering and the log of oil and wave them for a wave offering before the Lord. And he shall slay the lamb in the place where he shall kill the sin offering and the burnt offering in the holy place. For as the sin offering is the priest, so is the trespass offering. It is most holy. And the priest shall take some of the blood of the trespass offering, and the priest shall put it on the tip of the right ear of him that is to be cleansed, and upon the thumb of his right hand, and upon the great toe of his right foot. And the priest shall take some of the log of oil and pour it into the palm of his own left hand. And the priest shall dip his right finger in the oil that is in his left hand and shall sprinkle the oil with his finger seven times before the Lord. And the rest of the oil that is in his hand shall the priest put upon the tip of the right ear of him that is to be cleansed and upon the thumb of his right hand and upon the great toe of his right foot upon the blood of the trespass offering. And the remnant of the oil that is in the priest's hand, he shall pour upon the head of him that is to be cleansed. And the priest shall make an atonement for him before the Lord. And the priest shall offer the sin offering and make an atonement for him that is to be cleansed from his uncleanliness. And afterward, he shall kill the burnt offering. And the priest shall offer the burnt offering and the meat offering upon the altar. And the priest shall make an atonement for him and he shall be clean. And if he be poor and cannot get so much, then he shall take one lamb for a trespass offering to be waived to make atonement for him, and one-tenth of a fine flour mingled with oil for a meat offering, and a log of oil, and two turtle doves or two young pigeons, such as he is able to get. And the one shall be a sin offering and the other a burnt offering. And he shall bring them on the eighth day for his cleansing unto the priest, unto the door of the tabernacle of the congregation before the Lord. And the priest shall take the lamb of the trespass offering and the log of oil, and the priest shall wave them for a wave offering before the Lord. And he shall kill the lamb of the trespass offering, and the priest shall take some of the blood of the trespass offering and put it upon the tip of the right ear of him that is to be cleansed, and upon the thumb of his right hand, and upon the great toe of his right foot. And the priest shall pour of the oil into the palm of his own left hand, and the priest shall sprinkle with his right finger some of the oil that is in his left hand seven times before the Lord. And the priest shall put of the oil that is in his hand upon the tip of the right ear of him that is to be cleansed, and upon the thumb of his right hand, and upon the great toe of his right foot, and upon the place of the blood of the trespass offering. And the rest of the oil that is in the priest's hands he shall put upon the head of him that is to be cleansed, to make atonement for him before the Lord. And he shall offer the one of the two turtle doves, or of the young pigeons, such as he can get, even such as he is able to get the one for a sin offering, the other for a burnt offering with the meat offering and the priest shall make an atonement for him that is to be cleansed before the Lord. This is the law of him in whom is the plague of leprosy, whose hand is not able to get that which pertaineth to his cleansing. And if the Lord spake unto Moses and unto Aaron saying, when ye be come into the land of Canaan, which I give you for a possession, and I put the plague of leprosy in a house of the land of your possession, and he that owneth the house shall come and tell the priest, saying, It seemeth to me that there, there is as it were a plague in the house. Then the priest shall command that they empty the house before the priest go into it to see the plague, that all that is in the house be not made unclean. And afterward the priest shall go in to see the house, and he shall look on the plague, and behold, if the plague be in the walls of the house with hollow streaks, greenish or reddish, which in sight are lower than the wall, 
Then the priest shall go out of the house to the door of the house and shut the house seven days. And the priest shall come again the seventh day and shall look. And behold, if the plague be spread in the walls of the house, then the priest shall command that they take away the stones in which the plague is, and they shall cast them into an unclean place without the city. And he shall cause the house to be scraped within round about, and they shall pour out the dust that they scrape off without the city into an unclean place. And they should tell, shall take other stones and put them in the place of those stones, and he shall take other mortar and shall plaster the house. And if the plague come again, and break out in the house after he that hath taken away the stones, after he hath scraped the house, after it is plastered. Then the priest shall come and look, and behold, if the plague be spread in the house, it is a fretting leprosy in the house. It is unclean. And he shall break down the house, the stones of it, and the timber thereof, and all the mortar of the house. And he shall carry them forth out of the city into an unclean place. Moreover, he that goeth into the house, while all the while that is shut up, shall be unclean until the even. And he that liveth in the house shall wash his clothes, and he that eateth in the house shall wash his clothes. And if the priest shall come in and look upon it, and behold, the plague hath not spread in the house, after the house was plastered, then the priest shall pronounce the house clean, because the plague is healed. And he shall take to cleanse the house two birds, and cedar wood, and scarlet, and hyssop, and he shall kill the one of the birds in the earthen vessel over running water. And he shall take the cedar wood, and the hyssop, and the scarlet, and the living bird, and dip them in the blood of the slain bird and in the running water, and sprinkle the house seven times. And he shall cleanse the house with the blood of the bird, and with the running water, and with the living bird, and with the cedar wood, and with the hyssop, and with the scarlet. But he shall let go the living bird out of the city into the open fields, and make an atonement for the house, and it shall be clean. This is the law for all manner of plague of leprosy and skull, and for the leprosy of a garment and of a house, and for a rising, and for a scab, and for a bright spot to teach when it is unclean and when it is clean. This is the law of leprosy. All right. And we are done for the day. We went a little long because Leanna's show starts in one minute. And I got to play the outro song. So I ask if you would all pray for us as we go to court in an hour, actually a little less than an hour. Pray that the judge's heart is softened towards us. Pray that we get this over and done with nice and easy. No problems, no issues. And we get to come home to our chickens. So y'all have a wonderful day. We'll give you an update tonight on the Patriot Party podcast, of course, at 5.45 for the regular show, 6 p.m. for the, or I'm sorry, for the pre-show, 6 p.m. for the start of the show. And uh, like I said, Leanna's coming up next. So go check her out. We'll see you on the flip side. Crazy baby, chill. Don't medicate, just meditate. You waking up now, well, baby, you hella late. Educate, look at what's going on, let it resonate, accelerate. Find your inner hunger like you never ate. Agenda is to push the hate, separate and segregate. Don't celebrate quite yet, the storm is coming. Cue for heaven's sake. Violence that they demonstrate, instigate and penetrate. The values of our country and our God is what they desecrate. My fighters ain't no featherweight. Pulling out the seams of the fabric that they fabricate. They feed us lies, manipulate, intimidate through fear and force. Forcing us to sit and wait till we come together, congregate, and then we liberate. Praying that you give me strength to find some love amongst the hate. Marching on these streets of blood till I see the golden gates. True
Corridor and troubled souls want a God's service. Blades out, cut the grass till we see the serpent. Oh, one day I hope you see the truth. This puppet show stays on because of you. Swallow just digested. Suspected something's going on, but chose to just neglect it. Deflected by some breaking news. Oh, we just accepted. Expected just to fall in line and follow their perspective. Don't question their objective, but I got a lot of questions. How these kids molested, but nobody's been arrested. Credit in the testament, these children are protected. So I'm fighting all these terrorists, both foreign and domestic. Refuse to be directed. Lying out of sheep. Only kneel to my God, so I'm dying on my feet. Uh. Silence when we speak, but there's violence in the street I've been rolling with the punches, I can't take it on the cheek uh, Drink from a glass half full, I'm optimistic People are sadistic, so vicious and malicious Praying for assistance to overcome our position Or I'm gonna start resisting and then I pray for forgiveness oh, one day, I hope you see the truth This puppet show stays on because of you